Today's podcast is brought to you by Blueberry.com. Go to Blueberry.com and enter the promo code CRYPT for one free month of wonderful podcast hosting service. Hello, Katie Bug. Hello, Daddy. Do you want to talk about uh, uh, demon-possessed dolls in the 1960s? I do want to talk about... And demon possessed dolls. Ah, here we go. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Katie from the crypt. I'm adorable. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another thrilling episode of Katie from the Crypt. Hosting Katie and Daddy. Which one is which? I'm Am I Katie? Katie. You're you Katie. You are Daddy. I'm Daddy. Do ladies call themselves daddies? I was a little, well, in today's society, who knows? I was a little confused, but you have set me straight. Uh-huh. I appreciate that. Yeah, I totally believe that you were confused. Oh, I think you're sounding much louder this time. I'm looking at the little monitor popping up. Ooh, and it's getting all up in the, the yellow. I'm loud. Oh, good, because people, people got to hear you. They're tuning in for you. They're not tuning in for me. Sometimes it's going into red. Yeah, I gotta. if we had decent audio equipment, we could cut out the red stuff, but we don't. We're working with what we got, because we're not making any money off this. But that's okay, because we're doing it for the love. The love of horror. What are you looking at? <laughs> I'm, at this, I'm looking at it. You're hypnotized by the, by the meter. Just looking at it, see how you talk. Yeah, well, we've got, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh-huh. So we're just going to jump right into it. Uh-huh. we got a new podcast going on with your brother. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about that. You... you you don't really know much about it. I'll pimp it out. All right. So uh, her brother Colby and I are doing a podcast. We've got two episodes in. It's called Nearly Neurotypical. Colby uh, has a little bit of autism, and he sees the world uniquely than other kids through a, a little bit of a prism. It's very interesting, I, I think, and I'd like to know more about it. So every week we cover different topics, um, and sometimes we throw in pop culture. The first episode we talked about the movie John Wick and his... Um, Empathy towards animals. Uh, the most recent episode put up, we talk about tastes. His taste in girls, his taste in foods. He has very odd tastes in, in all of those things. My mom had to shove a pee into his mouth because he wouldn't eat it. He wouldn't. We talk about the pee. Yeah, we, we talk about the pee incident of 2015, the great pee incident. And chicken. He doesn't eat chicken or mashed potatoes. Yeah, he, he says they're skinny. He's an odd duck. And we get into all that and more on, uh, on the show, Nearly Neurotypical. So it's going to be a weekly show. We've got two episodes out right now, so go over there and check it out. And if you like it, leave a leave a review, leave some stars. So that's the end of that. Yep. And we have our sponsor, our other sponsor. Who are they? Who are those fine gentlemen? Not not them. Not the one I have written down. <laughs> Beard Brand. Oh yeah, Beard Brand. Well, you probably wouldn't know they're gentlemen because you're not the one that's talked to them. I've talked to them, and they're very nice guys. But you love their product. I like Beard Brand. Daddy got me the sea salt spray. Yeah. It makes your hair look like you've been at the beach. That's right. And I wear it to school sometimes. Even when my hair isn't wet, my hair goes poof. Well, and it smells so good. It smells like yeah. Christmas spice. Yeah, it smells great. Uh, so check out Beer Brain. Get the spice citrus. My daddy got mm. stuff for his beard. I got a beard oil. And I think it turned his beard red because he has a much redder beard than usual. Well, I've always had red hair in my beard. It's the Irish in me. But the beard oil just sort of gives it a glossy kind of sheen. And I think you can see those colors a little bit better. And also Friday night when we went to the homecoming football game, mm-hmm. I put a little bit of your sea salt spray in my beard. <laughs> 
and it helps shape it because I like to turn my mustache upwards, give it an upwards curl. Dare and, you use and my it, it did. products? Well, it gave it a good shape. It gave it a nice sheen to it. I'm mad at you. Just great products. So uh, go over to beerbrand.com, see what they got. It's not just for men. It's also for eight-year-old girls. Yeah. You'll love it. The other thing, we made a friend on Twitter, another mm-hmm. podcast that we like a lot, and, they're, and they seem to like us. We get along pretty well. They're called uh, Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space. And they, they're sort of like us, where we review horror movies. They do the same for science fiction, fantasy movies. Uh, except the nice thing about them is that uh, you get you get three folks together talking about movies, science fiction movies. Uh, anybody's going to bring up Ghostbusters, Terminator. But these folks bring up the more obscure ones. So, like, last episode was about the uh, Lou Ferrigno blockbuster Desert Warrior. Not a movie you're going to hear talk about a lot. It is very interesting. Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space is a weekly science fiction fantasy movie podcast. Every Monday, Joel, Sarah, and Aaron discuss a different flick in search of gems that define the genre. Old to new, good to bad, classic to bottom of the barrel. I'm not sure where Desert Warrior falls and all that. They cover everything you've ever heard of and more. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere else. Podcasts are available. It's a good show, uh, good people, highly recommend it. So. So. So, yes. Let's get want, to the movie. You want to get to our show? Yeah. Okay. So what did we what did we watch last week? Annabelle. We did. You we know how, own it. You know how long it took me to find this movie? Yeah, and we got the only copy that was in disc. We did, yeah. They had a Blu-ray, but they wanted like 18 bucks for it. Somebody gonna, was hiding the disc. I'm not going to, but yeah, they had a DVD. That it was hidden by a copy of Ghost Ship, so if if you if you're looking at the DVD, if you're looking at like the, the the shelves of DVDs and you see Ghost Ship faced outwards, you know something's up because there's no reason for a store to ever face out Ghost Ship, especially since it was in the A's and Ghost vs. G. It might have been my sixth or even my seventh since, and I moved Ghost Ship, and right behind it was the only DVD copy they had of Annabelle. I think that's a great story. If you want to use that story, but switch your names and tell it to your children somewhere down the line, I give you permission. It's a great story. Yeah, it is. It took me, I think, like four or five months to find it. Mm-hmm. It is not an easy movie to get a hold of. No. Nope. Uh, let's talk about it. Now we need to buy Annabelle Creation. Well, that's not on DVD yet. That'll come out, like, I think Christmas or Halloween week. It comes out before Halloween. I think it it'll be a on a couple movie. weeks. Annabelle Creation was a Annabelle Creation is a better movie than Annabelle. Mm-hmm. I felt. Did you? What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was scarier. I like the girl with the wooden leg. Yeah, I thought the characters were more sympathetic, mostly because they're young orphan girls. They're kind of you know helpless, mm-hmm. but also uh, yeah, it just had better scares. Also, uh, Brian Sandberg was the director, and if you've listened to this show, you know I'm kind of a gushing fanboy for his work on YouTube. Uh, but that's not that's not take away anything from Annabelle. Annabelle's a fine movie. Do you have any lotion around here? My fingers are dried to the bone. Um, you got anything around here? Well, there's oh. my eczema lotion on the table. I'll take it. Kate, you take over. I'm going to go get some eczema lotion. Okay. So... I got some... Don't mind me. Just got some eczema. Stop. That's annoying. Okay. Talk about the show. I'm just okay. I'm just putting on some eczema lotion. How does it work? You press it. I press it. Nothing's coming out. There's, how does it work? 
Well, I am pressing on That's it. The, thing, the, thing's all, does. the thing's all the way down. You press on it. Yeah, how's that work? That needs to pop up. Yeah. What did she do to it? I don't know. She just presses it. I'm sorry, folks. We're having some technical difficulties with a bottle of <laughs> of uh, Equate Advanced Skin Therapy Moisturizing Lotion. That's what I have to use for my unknown allergy. Yeah, you got a little bit of you got a little bit of allergy, but let's not. It's just skin. It just gets kind of itchy skin. But this thing's not coming out. You know what? Forget it. I'm just going to squeeze it. All right. Keep talking about the movie. Ign okay. Ignore. So oh, there's a lot. So much lotion just squirted <laughs> all over me. Just ignore me. Ignore me and keep talking about the movie. I'm just back here minding my own business. Okay. We get it. Okay. Okay. So, Annabelle is about this couple. This lotion's so slippery. Stop! I, I got a lot of I got a lot of it on. I took sorry. Him. I stole it from him. You know, handle this lotion <laughs> action. White. Uh, I know my skin's white. I look like I'm yeah. putting my face. Oh my god, skin's so dry. It's in your beard. It's in my. It's okay. They can't see me. Okay, so Annabelle is about this couple named John and Mia. They, it starts off with them going to church. Mia's gonna have a baby. Is she? Yeah, that's right. She is pregnant. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. pregnant at the start of the movie. Mm -hmm. Young, so, handsome, beautiful married couple. Uh, He's gonna be a surgeon, and she's gonna be a housewife. Mm -hmm. And uh, they live in a beautiful California neighborhood mm -hmm. with uh, wonderful neighbors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the older married couple next door, very nice. But they kind of have to walk on eggshells around them because their daughter ran away and joined some hippie cult. Uh, right? Yeah. So they feel a little awkward when they talk about the baby and raising a baby because their daughter took off on them. Okay. So was that Annabelle that did that? Yeah. Wait, okay, yeah. I guess we should... It's it's a little weird talking about this movie because we saw Annabelle creation first. Uh-huh. I didn't see Annabelle in the theater. I wasn't really interested. I like the Conjuring movies, but I didn't really care about the spinoff. And so I wasn't interested until Creations came out because, like I said, I'm a fan of the director. And the movie was good. So I was like, well, let's go see Annabelle because it's actually a really good movie. So I didn't know. But but the but last was, scene of Creation... Uh-huh. In the second movie, that girl with the wooden leg had gotten possessed by the Annabelle and then it turned her name into Annabelle. Yeah, she changed her name. Yeah, she's an orphan. She changed her name to Annabelle. She was adopted. And the the very last scene in Annabelle Creation is not the open, but but the early scene in Annabelle mm -hmm. that that makes all of the events in Annabelle start. So the movies cross one another. So we're watching this movie with the prequel knowledge in our heads when we weren't meant to. Mm -hmm. So it makes it yeah a little weird. And that probably didn't make any sense to anybody out there. My apologies. So in the second one at the end, I'm just I'm just putting on lotion. Just ignore me. Okay. It's got a lot here. Okay, I get it. Oh, okay. Okay. By running that joke into the ground? Yes. Okay. It's... Okay. So, in the end of the second one, which bleeds into the first one... Um, Good choice of words. There is this couple, and they adopted Annabelle. Yep. And it's like 23 years later, and they're in bed, and they hear some banging in the hallway, so... Let me stop that. I'm just giving uh, ambiance to this your tail. Like that. You did it harder than I did. Why are you so violent? So it sounds like that. 
if you could hear it. Otherwise, it sounds like oh, bang, oh, bang, they bang, can hear bang, it. Bang, Trust bang. me, they can hear it. The husband goes to check it out, and he goes into the hallway, and the wife's like, "Be careful, honey." God, I hope <laughs> she didn't sound like that. Good lord. <laughs> she didn't. She's more like, "Be careful." Well, are we talking about did Mia say that, or did the older married couple next door? The older married couple. Oh, we're next talking door. about them. Okay. Yeah. So, and then the husband stumbles back in because his mouth got cut open. No, it cut his throat. Yeah. The the kind of uh, Charles I think Manson. Pet cemetery. <laughs> the kind of Charles Mansony guy. He walks back in, his throat's cut, bleeding all over the place, and following him is Annabelle, mm-hmm. and this guy kind of looks like Charles Manson. You don't know who Charles Manson is, but he was a really bad dude in the 60s. Killed a lot of people. Okay. And that's Wait, how that's how Annabelle creation ends, but that's like how Annabelle begins. Mm-hmm. So, it shows him coming out of the house, and he's all covered in blood, and he's like, get an ambulance! So she runs inside, and she gets the phone, and then she runs to her room, and she's like, I like your doll. Annabelle is. Annabelle, yeah, that's a really good scene, because we see everything through Mia's perspective. So John, who's a surgeon, he's a doctor, he runs into the house, and she waits on him, and he's not there. And as she's moving through the house, we see in the background, we see Annabelle, who we know is Annabelle now. We didn't know, if we'd just seen the movie in order, we would not have known who this young woman was. Mm-hmm. But before that, her, her Mia's husband had bought the Annabelle doll for like a little collection of dolls. That's how they got the Annabelle doll. Right. Yeah. And so the Annabelle was like, I like your doll. Yeah. And so she grabbed the doll and Mia turns around and running for the closet because she saw her now. Yeah. And then the husband jumps out of the closet and stabs her in the face. Uh, he's not the, the, the Charles Manson looking guy. Well, yeah, I house. was going to call him husband. Well, yeah. I mean, free love, man. Well, let's not put labels on anything. So he, uh, The guy with the poofy hair. Yeah, the guy with yeah, the poofy hair and the beard. He he jumps out. He stabs her in the belly and she's pregnant. He's in a bathrobe. Uh, he's wearing like a white, um, not a robe, but he's wearing hippie clothes. He's a, he's a dirty hippie. He's wearing dirty hippie clothes. Very clean, white, dirty hippie clothes. Okay. And he stabs her in the belly. And she you think, you think she's going to die because you don't know how. It's a horror movie. Anything can go in a horror movie. She falls down. And the great scene like that. And he's about to finish her off. The Charles Manson guy. And then John, the husband, comes rushing in and just like tackles him. And the knife goes flying. And they're fighting. It's a really great scene. But that, um, but the Charles Manson guy? Yeah. Okay, well, the guy with the fluffy beard. Yeah. And he grabs, like, a, like a cup off of the fireplace, and he, like, whacks the husband in the leg with it. Yeah, he starts Yeah, he starts whipping up on the husband, but then the police show up. Because she called the cops, the police showed up, and they shoot Charles Manson again. Mm-hmm. But, and, but I, one thing, I really like those scenes, though, because they're, they're played realistically. The fighting is very sloppy, and but also heroic. Like, you think she's going to die, like... She's in the arms of this madman and his girlfriend with the doll, and or or you know his his love spirit or whatever, and he's stabbing her. She's dying, and then he just tackles the guy and is like beating on him. But then the Charles Manson guy gets the best of him and is like whacking him with like a candlestick or something. It's just it's very sloppy fighting, which is exactly how real fights are. It's not two guys with their dukes up, and the the husband's not all heroic because even though he's a handsome fit guy. He doesn't know how to fight. People don't fight on a day. This isn't Conor McGregor laying a guy out. Uh, I just really like that. I like it when fight scenes are sloppy and clumsy. 
because that's how fights are. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I get off on tangents, but I, I like that. Movie. Annabelle runs into the new baby's bedroom. Yep. Where the Annabelle doll, where the doll is, is yeah. and the and the police are like, open this door, and then when they come in, Annabelle's dead. That's right. She slit her throat. Mm-hmm. So that's what starts. So that's what kicks off the movie. From then on, it becomes sort of a. It's a little cliche that kind of like, the the spirit that's in Annabelle wants a soul. Obviously, it wants the baby because she has the baby. They move. He becomes a doctor. She has the the baby, and it's like a year or something later. Then weird things start happening again, and it's all pretty cookie cutter. Maybe that's why I didn't feel like this movie wasn't really that scary because it was all very. Obviously, there's a demon. Obviously, it's this horrible-looking doll. Why anybody would have this doll in their house? I don't know. I don't know. The real Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann. Is is a Raggedy Ann doll, and it's in um, Ed and Lorraine Warren's home in their museum. We have a Raggedy Ann doll. I have a Raggedy, Ann, a very similar-looking Raggedy Ann and Andy doll. I got it at my baby shower before I was born. It's up in the closet, and it's a very innocent-looking doll. And I think that is even more frightening. Then this, like, everybody's seen the picture of Annabelle. This terrifying-looking, wide-eyed, psychopath doll. Anybody would would want a Raggedy Ann doll, especially back then, because it was very popular. Nobody would want this doll. That's ridiculous. I have a little bit of a hard time with that in the movie. One girl at my school asked what the creepiest doll I had was, and I said, well, I don't really have a creepy doll, but I have kind of a funny-looking doll. Yeah. And I said... It's the Raggedy Ann doll. And she's like, oh, is that Annabelle? And I'm like, no, I do not have an Annabelle doll. It's just Raggedy Ann. Yeah. Yeah, I, as far I've had this doll for 37 years, and it's never tried to kill me or possess me. <laughs> so I guess it's cool. But yeah, that's kind of what the movie turns into, is like ha- haunted house, trying to take the baby's soul. But at the end, it's so sad. Like, they meet a yeah. librarian lady. She owns a, yeah, she owns a bookstore. And Mia comes... And she, and it got the baby, got the baby. Yeah, I was like, that's a weird. <laughs> and it, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. But. I learned it from Colby. Oh. He says gots. Yeah. So she says that the, if Mia jumps out of the window with the Annabelle doll, that she'll have her baby back. And so she's about to jump with the Annabelle doll, but then the. John, John comes in, mm-hmm. grabs her. Mm-hmm. Pulled her down off the window, and then the librarian lady had had her daughter die in a car accident. Yeah. And she had told her something. Yeah, and then, that's right. And then the book lady, that's what I'm going to call her, the book lady, okay. had had the doll, and she was on the window, and she jumped. Jumped out the window. Yeah, they're they're like in a an apartment, a very nice apartment in California. Penthouse? Like, yeah, kind of like that, like. Several floors up, you know, the tops. So they're very high off the ground, mm-hmm. and she jump. Instead, the yeah the the bookstore owner she jumps out with the doll instead. So she gave up her soul instead of the mother, and, and then, then the, baby, the baby came back. And the baby came back. It's all just it's all just wrapped up a little too nicely. Uh, Mia has no friends where she lives. You know, they've moved into this town. There's there's nobody around, and she just happens to meet this. The the woman at the bookstore takes an interest in her because they all go to the same church together. That's where the bookstore lady first notices her. And then Mia runs across her outside of her bookstore while while with with the baby in a stroller. Mm-hmm. It's all just sort of but the, happy circumstance. Uh, but the carriage r- rolls out into the 
Yeah, there's some scary scenes where the yeah the the demon is, is threatening the life of the baby, and the carriage goes rolling out into the street. And the car crashes into. Yeah, it. there's like a truck that runs into it, but and we think, oh no, but but she was holding the baby. Mm-hmm. She had taken the baby out. There's some kind of where it's kind of tense and a little bit, but oh, it's a little we bit didn't of a cheat. Say, but the baby's name is Leah. Leah. Yeah, Leah. yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah, we were having a little hard time figuring out who everybody was talking about because the mom's name is me and the baby's name is Leah. It was like, wait, which? And it, I'm hard of hearing. My hearing is not very good. So I'd be like, wait, who? Who? What? Who? who but there's just like two jump scares in it. One of them, which is really, really creepy. Which one was that one? I the one uh, where spoiler spoilers everybody. The one wherever um the book the bookstore lady and Mia is running is coming through the house mm. and then that demon jumps off the ceiling into Mia's face. Yeah, near and the then yeah it, near like, the throws end. Throws the the throws the book lady out. Yeah, so yeah, throws her out of the apartment and locks the door behind her. Yeah, that was was the other one with like the uh, the girl in the other room. Now Mia was in the room, and then the Anna, and she was looking under the door, and then the Annabelle doll dropped. Oh, I didn't think that one was as scary as the scare where uh, Mia's into sewing. She she sews, so she has a sewing room, and the sewing oh, machine kind of sewing machine turns on, and <laughs> she goes in to turn it off, and then she looks back, and across the hallway is is the baby's room, and there's like a girl standing in the room, and she goes to and like the door kind of like swing shut like the girl starts running towards her and she goes to shut the door and then the door opens back up and it's annabelle is an adult like but she's like dead she's like all kind oh, of green and she's like screaming window and she wants mia to fall out that's right the, the window, window opened by itself and her idea was she was going to scare mia out fall out the window and die but she didn't she tripped fell against the wall uh, i thought that was pretty scary because i was expecting like creepy kid but then like in a split second when the door came back out suddenly she was an adult um an undead like adult screaming. I thought that was pretty good. That was kind of about it. It wasn't. It was a an atmospheric movie, but it wasn't a very scary movie. Oh, there's one part wherever she's making the popcorn. That's at the beginning, right? And that's when she was like, "We need to move" because the the whole house catches on fire from <laughs> the popcorn. But it always shows that sewing machine, and she's always watching TV while she's sewing, and it's always so scary. You always think that she's gonna cut her finger, and she does that like twice, and on the second time. It finally happens. That's what was freaking Colby out. That needle. She kept, you know, she gets her hands by that needle on the sewing machine. And, and, and it's really focused on it. That camera's all over that those fingers and, and that needle. she sews into her finger. Yeah, and there's blood. She's like, ah. It, it's not it's not like real gruesome or anything, but oh, Colby was just beside himself every time it shot that, her, that finger by I the needle. He was like, he was like oh, it. when's it going to happen? We knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, of course it's gotta happen. It's and that and that's really the criticism I have with this movie is that if you've ever seen a horror movie, you know what's gonna happen in this movie. It keeps showing the finger. Obviously, she's gonna get her finger caught, or else it wouldn't show it. And it's just that kind of movie where it doesn't. It's not there to like turn tropes on its head or anything. It's very much paint by numbers horror movie. It's it's a well made. It's good. Um... But yeah, I'm glad I didn't go to the theater to see it. I'm glad, and I'm and I'm glad I saw Creation first, because I think Creation is a good, is a good horror movie. Where Annabelle is a pretty good horror movie. What do you think? Have I summed it up, or do you think it's better than that? What do you think about it? It's good. You liked it. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna say this is I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of being hard on it as an adult watching because I've got you know 
31 years and 32 years of horror movie watching under my belt. If you've got kids, which is the point of this show, uh, this is a great movie, actually, I think, to watch with your kid. Because it's 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 clean. I mean, like, the, the violence is minimal. There's only one... only Well, you know, at the start, it's a little bit, you know, but the start, the beginning's intense, but not terribly so compared to other horror movies. There's no language... Yeah, because it's, it, well, because it's in the '60s and people, you know, spoke like intelligent human beings back then. They didn't curse every other word, like people think it's, you know, cool to do now. Yeah, I think that's actually a great movie to watch with your kids a- and Annabelle Creation, which is a better movie. Watch this one first though, because then the end of Annabelle is a little bit more shocking and interesting. Whereas, which I, I, I was, I was watching it with your mother in the the sneak, uh, the special screening of it. And I was like, "What? What did I miss? Who are these people? What? What's happening?" <laughs> I had no idea what I just watched. Uh, yeah, the the best parts of Annabelle really are the first fifteen minutes. Well, I don't know. There's a little bit of setup before all that stuff where they go to church. They're they're a very Catholic. Couple. I didn't really like the church part. It's not scary. It's not scary. Um, but I tell you what, I did like. I like that the the their priest was a legitimately good person who was trying to help them. Because I thought, oh, well, he's, like, part of this cult. It's so sad that he almost died. He almost died, but he didn't die. Again, another thing, like, there's only, there's only, like, three, well, if you count the bad, there's five deaths in the whole movie, and four of those happen within the first few minutes of the movie. But, yeah, I like that. I thought, I thought the priest was going to be evil, and they were working with this cult to summon the demon through Annabelle. I, I thought that would be a twist, and, but that didn't happen, and I, I liked that. But like how the priest almost died, he was going into the church with the Annabelle doll so it couldn't hurt the baby, and then a demon forced him back and he landed on the concrete and like his head kind of... Yeah, it just just kind of beat the crap out of him. (laughs) It's really... It wasn't anything like, you know, like the Omen or the Exorcist. it just threw him backwards. Yeah, it just threw him like 20 feet onto the concrete and it just busted him up because he was an old man. Just like Mm -hmm. broke his hip and busted his head open. Kind of unimaginative for a demon but we're gonna wrap this up how many how, how would you rate what are we rating this what's our rating system today for Annabelle Raggedy Ann oh, rag, oh perfect yeah right how many Raggedy Ann's would you give this movie I give this movie a 10 wow 10, 10 Raggedy Ann's 10 oh you like it okay well yes. if you have an 8 year old this is a this is a 10 Raggedy Ann movie Out I'd give it a 100, 7 100 I would give it a 92 okay I give it a seven, Raggedy Ann. I think it's a solid movie. It's just you know, meh. It's okay. So that's it. Check out right. Check out. I say Raggedy. Check out Raggedy Ann. <laughs> check out Annabelle if you can find a copy. I'm sure they're all over Amazon. I just hate shopping online. I'd rather go to a store and buy something because I'm an old man. Eh, not yeah. that old. Uh, thank you, darling. That's sweet of you. As we're recording this, the um, the Las Vegas shootings. Las Vegas. Yeah, the Las Vegas shootings have happened. And they're wrapping up all of that. It's all over the news, all over social media and stuff. So, from Katie from the Crypt, our prayers are with the people of Las Vegas and all of the folks affected from this horrible incident. And also another thing I've seen online, for all the cynical people out there posting stuff about thoughts and prayers don't mean anything, Let me just I'll just get on my high horse here real quick. If the people on social media would focus a little bit more on prayer than creating cynical memes that belittle people's good intentions, I can guarantee you what happened in Las Vegas would not have happened. That's all I'm going to say about it. Love you, Las Vegas. Great town. 
Next episode we're going to do is going to be about, we're going to cover Alien. Uh-huh. We're going to go back to a classic. Then we're Alien. going to do the signs. Well, signs. I think it's just signs. We watched signs a while ago. It's a great movie. I don't care what people say. But Alien, without a doubt, everybody loves this movie, so we're going to cover Alien next week. I don't know if I love it. You have not seen it yet. <laughs> this is one. This, is, this was my pick. Kate let me pick this one, and she hasn't seen it. I love this movie. I hope you do, too. Either way, we're covering it next week. It's funny how I came up with the signs. I didn't know the name of it, but I just remember the kid's birthday party was like the alien. The alien walks out. across. Yeah, it's a good shot. It's a good scene. It's pretty creepy. Uh, it's, it's a good movie. We'll talk about that one next time. We'll talk about aliens next week. Until then, stay, stay scary. scary. Why don't put on